Welcome to the talk show for talkers from irishtalkers.com. Good evening, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can also find us on Facebook as the talk show for talkers. We always look forward to your comments, questions, feedback, and indeed, if you have anything by way of evaluating, we would also welcome that. You can also listen to previous shows from this season on our website, irishtalkers.com. We also publish the public speaking weekly, and this is a roundup of links from the internet about Toastmasters, public speaking, confidence, leadership. So look out for our newspaper link on the website. My name is Ted Malamphy, and I'm joined as usual by the prolific, persuasive, passionate, and powerful parsimonious Paul O'Mahony. Well, that's a real pungent <laughs> remark from. Pungent, I love it. <laughs> That'll be used anyway, in next week's show. Listeners, never mind. I, I'm just glad to be with you. Well done, and thank you, Paul. I'm delighted you're with us also. And we also have the magnificent, multi-talented, motivating, mindful, mercurial Multi- Moira O'Brien. Multitasking. Multitasking, <laughs> yes, while she fiddles with the desk here and stuff I'm, like that. I'm fiddling all the time. Did you say multicolored? No, I didn't say that. Oh, you no, left that no, out. There was no, I left that out, no. And on today's show, we have our usual eclectic mix. We have a thought for the week. We certainly have a word for the week. We, we have a piece from the magazine. I'm going to delve into a magazine piece that I think is very appropriate for the time of year. We haven't got a guest, but we certainly have an interview. And for Toastmasters, this is actually a speech given by a young man that is very useful from a Toastmasters point of view, just to look at the wording and the way the speech is constructed. So in our, that's our second part. Then in our third part, Paul will be talking about... Quality clubs. Quality clubs, which I think is very appropriate this time of year also. And and on the final section, Moira will be weaving her magic. How to woo your audience and the audience in the first 90 seconds. 90 seconds? I thought you had to do it in 30 seconds. All right, 30 seconds. 30, yeah, even Moira, she can go from 90. She can go from 90 to 30 <laughs> in one second. Imagine that. So we're looking forward to this, and Mara has uh, one of her gimbal cameras here now, taking note of well, she, exactly she, how this show is going. She thought she would uh, try and record just a wee bit of the uh, of the, the goodness for my blog. I, I just want to register that I don't know what a gimbal camera is. I'm not <laughs> suggesting we explain it. Gimbal can be word of the week in the new year. But uh, I would just like to say, Ted, you used a word that I didn't understand. Well, I only found that word a while ago because Mara told me what kind of a camera it was. <laughs> so do we have a quotation, a we piece have, of wisdom, we certainly, some, something uh, entertaining oh, we cer- we certainly have a We certainly have a quotation. And this quotation comes to us from that wonderful 20th century artist, Pablo Picasso. It's a slight change from what I usually do, but I think this is appropriate. And it's also very uh, important from a speech point of view. Action is the foundational key to all success. Right. So if, you, if you're joining Toastmasters, ultimately 
your aim is to be able to speak in public. So tying in with action is the foundational key to all success. You make sure, Paul, you take every opportunity that you can to stand in front of people and speak. So it doesn't matter whether it is for 10 seconds or whether it is for an hour or whether it is even longer than that. You take the opportunity and that will be you putting into action and that will lead you to success. Well, let me throw you a googly, Ted, and ask you whether the act of observing other people speaking can also be regarded as an action. Well, most definitely. Most definitely, yes. So we then have two different types of actions that a newcomer to a Toastmaster club can do. They can sit for the first six or eight or nine months mm -hmm. observing other people, or at their first meeting, they can stand up and say something. Yes, of course. And you know what we usually say to guests when they arrive in? What we say, we, we usually approach them, or at least a member of the committee, such as the sergeant at arms might remind them, or the VPPR, the person who looks after the, uh, what Paul O'Mahony looks after, relations public or relations, one of the, one of or, the the VP, of the club. or the VPM, the vice yeah. pre pre president for membership, might say, look, it's, it's, we normally wouldn't ask you to say something, or we wouldn't ask you to speak, but in table topics, if you feel that you would like to reply to one of the topics, then by all means put your hand up. So that's the way we would go about that. And we wouldn't let anybody in the club for six to nine months without speaking. Normally anyway, you know. All right, you'd march them up to the centre and say you've been here for eight and a half months and now you have to speak? Almost oh, definitely. Oh, my. Yeah, at least at that stage. Fantastic. Right. At least at that stage. Really? Yeah. So, Paul, you have a word of the week for us. I do, Ted. I have a word which is called, uh, the word of for this week is called ghosting. Mm. Now, this is a word that I'll put my hand up and say I wasn't familiar with until recently. Ghosting. I've heard of ghosts. Yes. I've heard of uh, words that rhyme with ghosting, but I wasn't aware that in a crowded job market where employers are finding it very, very hard to hold on to staff, that there's a, a practice that has evolved among young people, I'd say, of starting a job on Monday, working in the job for a week, and disappearing, never coming back for week two and not telling the employer, giving no notice at all, and that is that act of disappearing off the face of the earth, having started the job, that is called ghosting. That's interesting. Mm. interesting. Now, whether this will come to Ireland is another thing. I know that I've had it explained to me that this happens in the United States, in New York, for example. Okay. Now, there, there, there are loads and loads of jobs and that people who are, I'm not sure what the generation below or earlier than um, uh, Generation Z, for mm. sake of argument. But anyway, young people between the ages of 18 and 25. Um, and of course, that, that's not all that surprising because they're trying out an employer and if they don't like that employer, so they can just uh, go off and go to another one. Tough luck for the employer, I have to say, if that happens. But there's another meaning of the word ghosting, which happened to me personally. I built up a relationship with somebody on the internet in which we communicated with each other via audio on a daily basis for over six months. Very frequent contact. 
we clearly liked each other. We clearly looked forward to the day when we would meet and have a cup of coffee together, perhaps in Cork. Mm -hmm. He was in Saudi Arabia. Right. He was American, living and working in Saudi Arabia. And then suddenly, and it wasn't personal because he disappeared from everybody else as well, he announced at, let's say, 10 o'clock one evening, I'd like to say goodbye to you all and thank you very much for your company. Uh, cheerio. No explanation, no forewarning, and disappeared. And that, apparently, that behavior happens on the internet. You build up these relationships mm. which feel like as if they're real, yeah. but mm -hmm. suddenly and abruptly, bang. Yes. So guys, I've, I've had yeah. that in the past. No, quite some time yeah. ago, but uh, yeah. Have you heard yeah. of the word ghosting then being used for that? No, I haven't, but yeah. I, I can understand it. Yeah. yeah. So but could there be another? Thing. Could there be another motive behind leaving so suddenly? Oh, look. Who knows the motives? I could outline to you all the very weird ones, including the fact that I. No, I shan't say it here. It is mm -hmm. a public uh, place, really, and is before the, the watershed and Jeez, everything like that. But no, uh, but that that is that. There's a new word. Okay. Uh, I don't so think it's been around for very long. Okay. Um, to engage in ghosting, and I suppose it would be right to say that I was ghosted. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And mm. uh, that I, I hope I hope we have people who will reply to us or send in some words of wisdom on that particular trend, if it is a trend. Our well, practice, practice the, You know, since very few people in Toastmasters are as active on social media as I am, okay. uh, I would doubt very much that anyone in Toastmasters has had the experience of abruptly losing a person mm -hmm. who they were in contact with every day. But it could be that people are working in a job and suddenly discover that somebody doesn't turn up. Mm -hmm. Particularly galling for an employer yes. if they've mm. provided uh, training, they've provided health and safety training, mm. they've just come off their, yeah. their, their health and safety training and they decide, well, I've had enough of this. And now. it doesn't, do, do, is it a particular job market or does it happen right across the spectrum of jobs? Well, I, I haven't got any, um, any research okay. data no about it, but what it. I would say is that it's more, much more likely to happen, obviously, when the job market is skewed so that the employees have a Multiple lot of choices, choices yeah, you yeah, know, where yeah. the level of unemployment is, is low. Mm. Interesting. And, uh, Interesting. But it's a handy word, really. It's a mm -hmm. new... No, we just think of ghosts. Now we have ghosting. Yeah, it's interesting. I use it and if I come across that situation. But if any and of your local friends in the local community suddenly disappear, suddenly disappear, <coughs> you can say there has been a ghosting in Blarney. Well, I'd be careful about the kind of wording that I use because there might be a very obvious reason for people disappearing too. However, I'm going to give a little piece from a magazine and this is going right back to September and it's the wise words of our international president, Lark Dolly, and the piece that she had in September, which was her first um, insight into, or the, the first comment that she passed as our international president, I think it's very appropriate for this time of the year, because her message to us was, as she began her year as international president, her advice is for all of us as 
Toastmasters is to strive for gold in every aspect of this organisation. So she says to us, we should set goals, which I think is a very good piece of advice, and she uses gold as an acronym. So set goals as a member, as a club officer, as an area officer, division, district, region, or international leader. Then we should organise ourselves. So that's the second letter of gold is organised with a plan of action. And by executing our plan, we will learn. So that's the third letter of our acronym. Learning is a continuous process in Toastmasters International, and we all know that. And with dedication, which is the last letter of gold, to our goals, an organised plan and learning, we will deliver results for ourselves, our clubs, our districts and our global organisation. So Lark advises us to strive for gold this year and every year, make our club meetings a golden experience for all our members and guests, empower every member with golden communication and leadership skills. Go for gold. And with that, we'll bring the first section to a close. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every Friday afternoon at 4pm Dublin time. Check on our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.